Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. ...with a crash and gunfire in Fairfax County tonight. Also, four people are shot in northwest D.C. One of the victims is critically hurt. What some area leaders are saying about the president's decision to pardon marijuana simple possession convictions. I'm Mike Marillo. The Dow closed down 347 points. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. The years-long investigation into Hunter Biden's business dealings may be coming to a head. CBS's Jerika Duncan has details on what the president's son might face. CBS News has learned that the FBI has gathered what it believes is enough evidence to support charging President Biden's son Hunter with crimes related to his taxes and a gun purchase. The FBI has sent the information to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware. An attorney for Hunter Biden hit back at the allegations in a state Attorney Chris Clark said it is a federal felony for a federal to leak information about a grand jury investigation such as this one. President Biden issues a blanket pardon for all who've been convicted of simple in federal courts. More from CBS's Stephen Portnoy. He most recently said in a campaign that he does not believe that people should go to prison for marijuana use, but he also believed that there should be some scientific conversation here about the impact of marijuana. And that's part of the review that HHS and the Department of Justice are going to be undertaking now. A suspect in the kidnapping and killing of four California family members had previously worked for the family, according to the Merced County Sheriff's Office. Their bodies were found last night, three days after they had been reported kidnapped from the family trucking business. Merced County Sheriff Vern Warnke wants the suspect to be charged with capital offenses. Potential for the death penalty. I am going to be very poignant about that. This guy does not deserve to be breathing the same air as the good people in this county. The end of another exhausting day of recovery on the southwest coast of Florida after Hurricane Ian. Our pole is down, a tree is on top of the house. Look at the garage. There's a car that's in the garage, but the ground underneath it gave way, so that car is now leaning about to go into the water. The storm is blamed on 119 deaths in Florida. You might encounter some scary pumpkin prices this Halloween. KENS-TV's Nicole Kahn. Big, round, tall, or small, Murphy's Pumpkin Patch in San Antonio has all shapes and sizes. There are plenty of choices, but no matter your prime, more, says owner Patrick Murphy. Everybody has their increases, you know, in fertilizer and this and that, and diesel, so he's got to pass it down. Two Russians who fled their country to avoid military service have requested asylum in the U.S. The two men arrived in a boat landing at a beach in an isolated area on St. Lawrence Island in the Bering Sea. Alaska Senator Dan Sullivan says he's in touch with the Department of Homeland Security and Customs and Border Protection. And Amazon will hire 150,000 workers for the holidays similar to 2021. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 1103, Thursday night, October 6, 2022. 63 in the nation's capital. Some areas of fog overnight, dipping into the lower 50s for a low. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following for you tonight. 
breaking news on WTOP. A wild scene in Northern Virginia tonight. A traffic stop in Arlington this evening evolves into a police chase. Let's get the live details now from WTOP's Mike Marillo. All right, Ian. Well, let me walk you through this. There's a lot we just learned from the police departments here, both Arlington Police, Fairfax County Police, and Virginia State Police involved in this whole event today. It started actually at 9 this morning when they spotted a man in a car in Arlington. He had a gun in the car, and at that point, they were unable to get him, uh, get him to get out of the car, and he left without a police being able to find him after that. So, Let's walk you through. A few hours later in the afternoon, they spot this man again. He eludes police again, and he gets into another, he gets into a hit and run then. And according to uh, Fairfax County uh, Chief of Police Kevin Davis, then later on in the after, in the evening hours, just around nine o'clock, this man is spotted again. He has the gun in his car. Shots are exchanged with Arlington police. That led to a chase that went through both Arlington County into Fairfax County. We have multiple accidents. Ke uh, Chief Kevin Davis said there are so many accidents that they haven't even had a full tally of what the uh, accident count was for as this man tried to run away from police. It ended here at Graham Road in Arlington Boulevard. That's when this man got out of the car. He had an extended uh, magazine of bullets and started firing according to Chief Kevin Davis, indiscriminately at people, at police at this intersection. But it was a busy intersection, he said. There were people out for dinner, that sort of thing. So you had a lot of bullets flying in this area. Um, then the man, as he ran on foot, his name is Ricardo Singleton. He then ran on foot, from, according to police, from that point. They lost him for a second, but they were able to find him in a nearby store. And he then, he then decided to uh, give himself up with no more uh, no more shots fired or anything. But there was at one point, one officer did fire one round in this exchange when all these bullets were flying here. But again, it's just a very fluid scene that still we have a lot of questions about because you have all these accidents. You have you know a, a long timeline here that police say they're honestly still trying to figure out all the details of this. But what we can tell you is it started in Arlington this morning and ended with started with a police chase this evening after an initial uh, couple Inter, uh, interactions with this man and it ended here and the man is in custody 27 year old ricardo singleton and he's in jail right now as this crime scene that stretches through two counties uh, continues to be investigated reporting live in falls church mike marillo wtop news all right thank you mike it is 1106 at wtop other news this evening four men are in the hospital after a shooting this afternoon in northwest dc officers say it happened around one o'clock in the 1200 block of north capitol street just south of new york avenue one victim is in critical condition the other three suffering non-life-threatening injuries first district police commander tasha bryant well we know preliminarily we have a white sedan that we saw fleeing from the location, traveling eastbound in the unit block of New York Avenue Northwest, occupied by potentially two suspects. Police believe shots were fired from that car. We have a, a detailed description of it and photos of that car on our website. See it now at WTOP.com. 1107. Police investigating in the district, investigating a stabbing near the National Cathedral. It happened just before 5.30 this afternoon. The investigation here is ongoing. Uh, the roadway is open, but I'm looking at what is obviously a very large amount of blood splattered on the sidewalk here in front of the uh, giant supermarket at the corner of Wisconsin and 
Newark. WTOP's Alejandro Alvarez reporting from Northwest tonight. Investigators say two adult male victims taken conscious and breathing to area hospitals. A suspect in the stabbings is in custody. Just ahead, D.C. mailboxes will soon have some mail-in ballots in them. It's 11.07. Now more than ever, managing strategic cyber operational and financial risks in your supply chain is critical to protecting your projects and programs, as well as U.S. national security. Using advanced machine learning capabilities, Blue Voyant Supply Chain Command detects and remediates cyber threats, identifies foreign influence into contractors, as well as new or unknown vendors, delivers comprehensive industrial-based reporting, and provides real-time vendor reliability monitoring that reduces acquisition risk. Illuminate your supply chain risks today. Learn more at bluevoyant.com federal. If you have equity in your home, let Cap Center put it to work with a cash-out refinance. With competitive interest rates and a cap on closing costs, a cash-out refi with Cap Center gives you more to work with. I'm a local business owner, so I understand the value of teamwork and communication. The Cap Center process is smoother than any I've experienced, and with the money for my cash-out refi, I was able to remodel my kitchen. Get more with a Cap Center cash-out refinance. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Visit capcenter.com for details. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. It's 1108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and here's good evening to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, thanks, Ian. As you heard Mike talking about it, they still have Arlington Boulevard closed. It's probably going to be closed for an extended period uh, between Graham Road and Annandale Road for the police investigation. Northbound on the Fairfax County Parkway in Ruston, just north of Lake Newport, uh, they were putting out an, a vehicle fire. should be squeezing by single file as a result. 95 northbound in Virginia between Centerport Parkway and Route 630 Stafford. Single file left past the work center. And again, they may be doing some temporary total closures after midnight tonight. We'll keep you posted on that. On the Bellway, Interloop, local lanes on the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. Single file right gets by the work center. It is slow from 295 getting onto the bridge at this point. Through lanes get by without delay. Uh, at a loop of the Bellway between Branch Avenue and Joint Base Andrews, two left lanes past the work zone. Southbound Branch Avenue, just south of the interchange with Allentown Road. A crash involving one overturned on the right side. Squeeze left around that. And if you're traveling on uh, in Virginia, uh, if you're traveling on uh, 66 westbound, actually east and westbound in the Roslyn Tunnel, you're down to a single lane in each direction. Through that work, also working westbound between Route 7 and the Beltway. Single left lane gets you by. And then there's stretches of uh, work zones essentially between Fairfax and Manassas, again, at times only down to a single lane getting by in each of those work zones. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Mainly clear and comfortably cool tonight with lows in the 50s. For tomorrow, a mild, gorgeous Friday. Plenty of sun, a breezy afternoon and evening with highs in the 70s to near 80. Mostly sunny and cooler for Saturday with highs in the 60s. A bit of a breeze on Saturday, 60s again on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Hyattsville, 63 degrees, 55 in Fredericksburg, 63 in Friendship Heights. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 1111. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Keep an eye on your mailbox. Ballots are being mailed out this week across the district, and voters will elect candidates in a number of major races, including mayor and two at-large council seats. 
Here's WTOP's Nick Ionelli. Proactively mailing ballots out is something that started in D.C. when the pandemic began. Those changes were very popular then and very convenient for voters, and that's why we've still been using those same approaches for voters to cast their ballots. And this week, more than 500,000 ballots are being mailed out, one going to every registered voter in the city. Nick Jacobs with the D.C. Board of Elections says you can mail the ballot back or put it in a drop box. Drop boxes will be opening on October. 14th. And if you want to vote in person, early in-person voting in D.C. starts on October 31st. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan is no stranger to the national stage, but how close is he is to making a bid for the White House? Maryland Governor Larry Hogan took part in the Politics and Eggs stop in New Hampshire and told attendees he wants to be, quote, in position for a possible run for president in 2024. But according to the Washington Post, he's still evaluating his chances, especially if former President Donald Trump runs. Hogan, a Republican in a very blue Maryland, remains popular. But a Washington Post University of Maryland poll shows, despite high favorability ratings among voters, 73%, he'd get just 35% if he ran against the former president. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. New this evening, Democratic candidate for Maryland Governor Wes Moore has paid about $21,000 to settle an outstanding water bill for his Baltimore home. Campaign spokesperson at Brian Adam Jones says the Moores have paid the current balance out of an abundance of caution while they review the accuracy of the charges. Jones said the couple had been unaware of the bill. The unpaid bill, first reported by the Baltimore Brew, was for his home with a pool in the Guilford neighborhood of Baltimore. The city has long had issues with its water billing system. Just ahead, Steve Dresner looks at the updated injury list as the commanders get ready for Sunday's game. Sports is next. It's 11-13. I am Thomas Myers, president of IBW Local 26. Do you own an electrical contracting business? Would you like assistance with obtaining more work? Are you seeking more networking opportunities, help finding the most highly trained workers? Do you want the best pay and benefits for your employees? If so, then consider partnering with IBW Local 26. By partnering with the Electricians Union, you can take your business to the next level. IBW Local 26 represents more than 150 contractors of all sizes. We provide world-class training to more than 10,000 skilled electricians. And we handle health care and retirement benefits so you don't have to. Contact IBW Local 26 to learn about how we can help grow your business. Go to IBWLocal26.org. That's IBEWLocal26.org. Click on the Business Opportunities tab to start growing today. IBW, wired for growth. It's 11:14. The dark web can be like a restaurant for identity thieves. Hi, ready to order? I'll have the driver's license number. Great, that comes with a home address or a birth date. Ooh, both, please. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Identity theft protection starts here. The dark web can be like a restaurant for identity thieves. Hi, ready to order? I'll have the driver's license number. Great, that comes with a home address or a birth date. Ooh, both, please. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. 
If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Identity theft protection starts here. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 11-15, the update from Steve Dresner. And Ian, we do have NFL Thursday night football. We're approaching the two-minute warning from Denver. Broncos ahead of the Colts 9-6. to This has been all about the field goals and some pretty ugly numbers. To say the least, Indianapolis quarterback Matt Ryan, 17 of 30, 166 yards. No touchdowns, two interceptions. Matt Ryan has been sacked five times tonight. Not much better for Russell Wilson for the Broncos, 19 of 36, 213 yards. No touchdowns, picked off twice. And Russell Wilson has been sacked four times. A lot of people on Twitter are saying they may revisit their Prime Video subscription. Earlier today at Commander's Practice, not as far as major changes are concerned to the injury list, not many whatsoever. Wide receiver John Dodson continues to sit out with a bad hamstring. Curtis Samuel missed his second straight day of practice due to an unspecified illness. Washington hosts Tennessee coming up Sunday. That'll be a 1 o'clock kickoff from FedEx Field. According to ESPN, Tom Brady says he's okay. He will play on Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons. Brady missed a few days of practice during the week due to a shoulder injury. And Argentina soccer star Lionel Messi announced today that next month's World Cup will be his last the 35-year-old will play in his fifth World Cup, and he's still seeking his first title. The 2022 World Cup begins on November 20th in Qatar. Steve Dresner, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following this evening on WTOP. President Biden is pardoning thousands of Americans convicted of simple possession of marijuana under federal law. And that includes those convicted in D.C. It's a dramatic step toward decriminalizing the drug and addressing charging practices that disproportionately impact people of color. Meanwhile, the president tells a Democratic fundraiser that Russia's president is not joking about the use of tactical nuclear weapons or other weapons of mass destruction in Ukraine. Mr. Biden says nuclear Armageddon hasn't been been this close since the Cuban Missile Crisis 60 years ago this month. The House Select January 6th Committee has set a public hearing for a week from today, October 13th. It'll be the first public session for the committee since the summer and is expected to include new video testimony from several witnesses who have been deposed in closed sessions. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. New tonight... One person is dead. Two others have been taken to the hospital after a late afternoon crash involving a motorcycle and two pedestrians. That in the city of Frederick. Police there say it happened in the area of Hillcrest Drive in Concert Place. Officers arrived just after 4.30. They say it appears the driver of the truck was trying to parallel park on Hillcrest Drive when a person on the motorcycle tried to pass. But the motorcyclist hit the truck, lost control, went over a curb, hit two pedestrians waiting at a nearby bus stop. One of the pedestrians died at the scene. Police say they will continue to give us more information as it becomes available. Now traffic and weather on the 8th and Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, let's take you around the Beltway. That's where a lot of work's going on right now. On the outer loop between Branch Avenue and Joint Base Andrews, two left lanes get you by the works. And then on the outer loop between Route 1 and College Park and I-95, Two right lanes past the work there. Adelupe should head south of the Legion Bridge uh, to a point beyond Georgetown Pike. Two right lanes get you by. 
And then the outer loop ramp to westbound 66, you get by a single foul left. They may actually have a lane closure uh, approaching 66 on the outer loop. Unfortunately, uh, people have kind of knocked the cones asunder there, so it's not really clear what was blocked. But it may be two rights, but again, difficult to tell at this point. On the inner loop of the Beltway, on the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge in the local lane, single file right by what they're calling emergency work. Again, stick with the through lanes to avoid delays. Inner loop between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. Single file left gets you by the work zone. The off-ramp that would take you to westbound 66, exit 49B, blocked as part of that work zone. You diverted up to Route 7 as a result. Then on the inner loop between 123 and the Dulles Toll Road, two right lanes past the work there. Heavy volume, DC 295 north. As you approach and pass Burroughs Avenue, you're down to a single right lane through the construction. Southbound, the lanes are open. Still cleaning up the crash southbound Branch Avenue, just south of Allentown Road over in uh, Camp Springs. Uh, single file left gets by there. Rich Hunter, WTIP Traffic. Two Storm Team 4, meteorologist Amelia Draper. Lows tonight in the 50s with mainly clear skies. A mild, gorgeous Friday with highs in the 70s to near 80 and plenty of sun. We'll be breezy later in the day tomorrow and a bit breezy out there on Saturday with cooler temperatures Saturday in the low to mid-60s. Sunday is a cold start. Temperatures in the 30s and 40s, but will warm into the low to mid-60s once again with plenty of sunshine. Our next chance of rain comes next Thursday on October 13th. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Reston has 60 degrees. It's 56 in Woodbridge, 63 in Bethesda. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Just ahead, D.C.'s auditor wants to know why so many city police officers are reinstated to work after being fired. It's 1121. Here's Amanda Warfield, the vice president of program integrity for technology services at OptumServe. On the discussion, staying ahead of fraud, waste, and abuse, sponsored by OptumServe. We use a lot of different techniques, things like entity matching, which is technology designed to really pair two different data sets together and boil it down to this is the same entity in this one and, and that one, so that you can do those further downstream types of analytics and reporting. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search OptumServe. As the federal health services business of Optum and United Health Group, OptumServe offers federal agencies the robust health IT solutions that have proven successful at one of the largest healthcare organizations in the world, United Health Group. Our extensive healthcare knowledge combined with our end-to-end -end technology and services allows us to be a unique partner to help federal agencies tackle challenges like fraud and abuse. To learn more, visit OptumServe.com. That's OptumServe.com. It's 1122. Bustling markets, fluorescent colors, giant koi fish moving through darkness. Memories transform into modern dance when Cloudgate Dance Theater of Taiwan returns to the Kennedy Center to present 13 Tongues. Artistic director Zheng Songlong recalls childhood memories of Taipei to create a sensory feast. Don't miss the dance the Times calls sensationally big, indulgent, and visually arresting. October 20th through 22nd. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. Johnson, I need you right away. Yes, sir. How can I help? Wow, that was fast. Johnson, we need some technical pros. The work is piling up, and I just don't have time to... To find the right people? Yes, sir. I'll call Cordia Resources. They're our best resource for hiring technical professionals. Cordia can find those tough-to-find skilled people in accounting, finance, HR, and IT. Make it happen, Johnson. I'm on it. Cordia, C-O-R-D-I-A, resources.com.
This is WTOP News. It's 11:23. The president has decided to pardon everyone who is charged with simple possession federally of being caught with marijuana. While it doesn't impact convictions at the state and local levels in Maryland and Virginia, it does help thousands of people in D.C. For people over 21 busted for having a small amount of the drug that exceeded two ounces, the simple possession pardons extend to them. The city's attorney general, Carl Racine, called the president's move a bold step forward for fairness and justice because he says overcriminalization of marijuana has disproportionately impacted black and brown communities in the city. The president's move could also lead to the rescheduling of the drug from Schedule 1, which is equivalent to drugs like heroin. If it is rescheduled, that could potentially lead to more marijuana friendly laws in the city. Now, governors have been encouraged to make similar pardons for state and local convictions. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's office says it's reviewing the executive action. In Virginia, more than an ounce of marijuana can lead to a simple possession charge. In Maryland, under 10 grams is only a civil offense, but a ballot measure this year, if approved, could make having up to 1.5 grams legal. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. There may be new trouble for D.C.'s deputy mayor of public safety, who was charged with assault and battery this weekend after an argument Saturday in a parking lot in Arlington. Now there are questions about where Chris Geldart lives. His job requires him to live in D.C., but the police report stemming from Saturday's incident says Geldart's address was in Falls Church, Virginia. NBC4 reports Geldart does live in Falls Church with his wife and their children, but he also rents an apartment in southeast D.C. where he's registered to vote and pays income taxes. Other high-ranking city employees have faced similar questions over where they live. They include former D.C. Police Chief Kathy Lanier, who was granted a hardship waiver allowing her to live in Virginia, in Maryland, I should say. For every three D.C. police officers that's been fired, two get their jobs back. City Auditor wants to change that. More than three dozen D.C. police officers who were fired by MPD were later reinstated, and together they got $14 million in back pay. D.C. Auditor Kathy Patterson says the main reason for overturning a department firing is that an arbitrator thought the firing was excessive for the misconduct. Patterson suggests that D.C. Council pass a law that takes discipline out of union agreements, and she says D.C. should clarify inconsistencies about what constitutes a fireable offense. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. And D.C.'s police union is responding to that report from the district's auditor. In a statement, the union calls the report completely biased and says most cases of reinstatement were due to the department's failure to provide adequate evidence, meet deadlines, or follow procedures. The union adds, and this is a quote, any citizen of the district who is fed up with rising crime and a diminishing police department should question this completely inflammatory and partisan report. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow finished Thursday session down 347 points. That was a 1% loss. Mortgage rates just fell for the first time in seven weeks, although a 30-year fix still averages 6.66%. Amazon will hire 150,000 seasonal workers for the holidays with $3,000 sign-on bonuses in many markets. The CNO Canal boat tours in Georgetown end October 30th and won't return until 2025 after a big canal restoration project is done. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. Checking Asian markets on this now Friday morning in Asia, the Nikkei is down about one half of one percent. 
Just ahead, President Biden announces pardons for many convicted on marijuana charges. Details are straight ahead. Thanks for being a part of our Thursday night. It's 1126. And now the small business buzz packaged by the UPS store. There are signs small business optimism is improving. Credit card spending by small business owners is higher than a year ago, with the largest increase in travel spending up 43%. A Bank of America reports as small business wages have risen 6.1% in the last year.